What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-hosts Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And this is the official first episode of 2022. Carter, Jacqueline, how y'all feeling, man? I feel like I ain't seen y'all since last year, man. Where y'all been hiding at? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're here. Like, we're ready. I know we took a little bit of time off during the holidays and it felt good. We all needed to relax, reflect, plan for the new year. But I'm feeling good. How are you feeling, Carter? I'm feeling uh, fantastic. I had a great holiday break um, with the back to Chicago. It was cold. So the first drop of snow, I left, had to get back to L.A. But, you know, I'm happy to um, get into 2022. It's been a long time coming and really excited about this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to just keep, keep it personal, even though it's the podcast. Like, did you check the bag to see if my shirt's in there, bro? Like, I need that shirt. I, I, I'm going to check back after the episode, bro. And like, okay. I'm pretty sure what for this. First of all, when you if you bring your own luggage. When you come oh, silent, this doesn't gosh. happen. So oh, I, 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 I'll check, bro. I got you. All right. So anyway, so what he's referencing is uh, we did a, a giveaway for the melon for melanin money. Both uh, he had a giveaway and uh, Ellie talks money. Shout out to Ellie talks money. Yeah. You know how to give away. I got to get good with my blending for the sound effects, guys. Pardon me. <laughs> that was kind of a hard cut off for the clap. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we had a giveaway. So flew out to L.A., Vegas, all that good stuff. And I realized that I needed a smaller bag for the one, the 18 hour trip to Vegas. Right. Um, and so I used one of his bags and now I can't find one of my favorite shirts. And I'm really, really salty about it. And if, it, if it's if it's if I can fit that show, bro, I, it's not. It's, it's not here. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say that George and Carter are gonna say the goal to be more organized in 2022. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe, no. maybe, maybe. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like leaving your shirt in somebody else's bag isn't necessarily unorganized, right? It's just like you know, no? one of those things that happens. But anyways, I <laughs> uh, hope you guys are having a spectacular start to the year. I am in countdown mode. 25 days to fatherhood. Um, so, oh man, 25 yeah, days, 25. I mean, or, or sooner, right? It's, yeah, one those, right? it's one of those things where it's like any day now, like if he comes on the day, it's 25 days, but if not um, today, right, who knows? Um, so anyways, but that being said, Jacqueline has been extremely diligent with making sure that we're proactive. So nine times out of 10, uh, we'll get some pre-recorded episodes if not, they can hold it down without me, right? That's the beautiful thing of having uh, partners on the podcast. So guys, thank you for your grace in the season. If you catch me missing a couple of times, you know it's because I'm wiping ass and... <laughs> and, uh, and oh, Lord, we got to keep it clean for YouTube, okay? I know we're going through like a lot of chit chat, but I really want to know, are you going with like, are you going with like a Cardi B offset kind of vibe? Or are you actually going to show your baby? Are you going to hide your baby from the world? Or are we going to see oh, like we'll pull the drink. pictures <laughs> of baby like, Atchum Palm? I think it's like a happy medium, right? It's like, I'm not the person like on the hospital bed. We ain't wiped them off yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like little aliens. Yeah, exactly. Not quite that. But definitely, you know, 
want to share. I mean, I want to share it with my friends and family first offline. And then, you know, at some point, probably within the first month. Right. We'll yeah. Know. And then I guess after I asked that, it's like not to mention your wife is an influencer. So how could she not? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, had to, I had to fight her on that a little bit. I was like, but that's why I say happy medium, because if it was up to her, you know, what I'm saying he have a little outfit on and, you know, bedside. Right. <laughs> I was like, meet me in the middle. Meet me in the middle. Let my mans get right first. Let the yeah. features come in just a little bit. Right. Um, so, yeah. So probably right there in the middle, man. We're super excited, man, for this journey. Um, have an incredible support system. So, you know, one thing I want to encourage all of my new parents is that your kid is an incredible part of your life. It's a beacon, but never lose your identity, right? But, but what's going to allow my kid to become the person that he wants to become is, is me, him seeing me live out the life that I'm supposed to live. So I'm excited to uh, to bring him into this world. I'm excited to be his father, but I'm also excited to continue to serve you guys um, and be a representation of what it looks like to live out your dreams. So, with no further ado, guys, let's get into the episode. Um, so, you know, what we thought about is, uh, you know, the, end, the beginning of the year, everybody's like, end of the year, people are reflective. Beginning of the year, people are like, I got to get it they ready, whether it's fitness goals, finance goals, money goals, whatever. Everybody's ready to go. And so we wanted to make sure that we had a topic that could really be tactical so that if you want to, you know, jumpstart your 2022 you have something that you can do um, in the area of, you know, starting or growing a business. But before we dive into that, Carter had a really great suggestion because, you know, he's always really good about making sure you guys get to see the personal side of who we are, because we're really inviting you into these conversations, right? Right now they're virtual, but in 2022, after Marion variant and, you know, all that stuff subsides, right? We're going to do some in-person stuff, you know, popping up in LA, popping up in Atlanta, popping up in, in the country, as they call it, in, in Charlotte, <laughs> And, and we think that those experiences will be more enriching if you already feel like you know who we are, right? So one of the things we wanted to do is share one of our major wins, right, that, that we had in 2021 and, you know, what we're excited about and what, what, what a goal we have for 2022. So since Carter, it was Carter's idea, we'll start with him. Okay, put me on the spot. Okay. Um, yeah, man. No, I mean, and I just finished my 2021 reflection guide. Um, this is dope. Uh, reflection got to do every year. And I'll see if we can get it in the sh- show notes. But if you Google year compass reflection, you'll you'll be able to find the guide that I use. But it's, it's really intriguing and gives you looking back on your year. So one of my biggest accomplishments, I think, overall, that I did last year was starting therapy. And I say that because like it's it, I put it off. I said, when I'm 30, I'm going to deal with all this stuff that's been in my closet. Right. Like, you know, what I'm saying from relationship issues, parent issues, like, you know, grief, all that, because like it it was propelling me forward, but I didn't want it to to deter me from becoming the person that I want to be. So I promised myself at like 21 that I will start therapy at 30. And then I actually followed suit. And it's been a really good discovery process of who I am as a man, who I am as a person, and as a business owner. So that was something I was excited to, to do and actually, actually enjoy it now. So that was probably my biggest accomplishment in 2021 because I did not think I was going to do it. But anyway, now going forward. Hey, congratulations, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, I mean, no, that's a major sure. step. Like it's a really big hurdle for a lot of people. And yeah, so yeah. I'm really glad that you took that first step. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kudos. I mean, it's, it needs to be normalized, right? We talk about normalizing black wealth as a pillar of what we do, but we need to normalize black mental health, black male mental health in particular, right? So kudos to you, man. Uh, I think that's a, and to have the self-awareness out of all the things that you accomplished in 2021 to say that that was the most important thing, I think is also super dope because you hit some major milestones in 2021. So for, for you to pick that says a lot about what's happening in therapy. So 
Kudos right. And I think, you know, that helps me achieve the other milestones. Right. Because you get to get to understand who you are and, you know, and things like that. So um, that was big for me. And then going into the new year, man. Um, and this is kind of a melon and money thing. Like, I really want to have a big event like like yeah. like like seriously. Like, first of all, I was like against it because like so me and Ellie did you know our event in L.A. And like but, but the day before the event started, I was like, I'm never throwing an event ever again. Like the planning yeah. and all that stuff. The day after it was over, I was like, when is the next one? Because you guys get to touch people and, and see the light bulb go off in their head. So mm-hmm. um, I really want us to do um, our Melanin uh, Melanin Millionaire event this year because I know the last that we're going to be able to change is going to be um, just absolutely awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm super excited about that. Um, Jacqueline, how about you? What, are, what, what about you? 2021 was an exciting year. Um, if you guys didn't catch George and I's story, we met on Instagram, Instagram. in 20 <laughs> in 2020, right? Yeah, it was in 2020. And so, you know, George and I, like business-wise, we've already gone through a lot of ups and downs. But one of the really great things that we were able to do in 2021 was to launch this podcast for you guys, right? So we went through a lot trying to get pocket advisor off the ground and, you know, trying to share the vision with multiple people and trying to figure out which ways to take the brand and how to reach more people. And it's really exciting because, you know, I was hopping on here looking at our uh, Apple podcasts. Right. So one of the one of the great things about 2021 and all of us launching ourselves into the digital space and just becoming more prominent. Right. And more people seeing our value and getting value from the content that we're creating you know, I've kind of started to look around at like different podcasts in different kinds of ways. Right. Because after you have one, you're like, oh, OK, you kind of know the ins and outs. Right. Right. All right. This is a long way for me to say, like, we have 47 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to those of you who have left us a review. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And I think that that is a testament to a lot of the work that we did in 2021. And I, you know, I guess I'm patting myself on the back for that because it's like it's so much easier to give up. Right. It's so much easier to quit. It's so much easier to say no. It's so much easier to not deal with the hard things. Right. Carter said he went to therapy. I started doing therapy again. I've gone through like spurts in my life. But for us to get this off the ground and to have such a wonderful review like this one from Ashley Baruman. She clearly listens because watch how she wrote her review. She clearly listens. So, hey, Ashley, she said uh, she gives a five star review and she said entertaining with plenty of info to utilize. Upbeat, happy, go getting inspirational financial crew. I've listened to every episode so far and truly appreciate the information given. It's made a daily impact on how I think about finance personally and in business. I can't thank y'all enough and look forward to the episodes to come. And then she signed it with her name, Ashley Pittman. So, Ashley, we appreciate you. I know Ashley is listening and she is ready for her giveaway and for being a loyal listener, for leaving us a review. We want to have a special giveaway for you. So please send us an email at podcast at melaninmoney.com and just remind us that we have selected you from our review. So just listening to that, it just reminds me of like, okay, what we're doing is good. Let's keep going. Let's keep pushing it. I can't wait for us to have in-person events as well. So that's one of my like highest check boxes for 2021. Awesome. Awesome. And what are you excited about for 2022? Sounds like you're also excited about personal events. I mean, in-person events and things of that nature. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to just 
grow our reach. I know Carter said it earlier this year when he was talking about his digital products, he was like, you know, people learn differently from different people. So just because somebody can Google some of the information that you're teaching on doesn't mean that they're going to comprehend it from Google, right? Like you can get all the content that you want from Google search, but you need somebody to put context to the content, right? That's why y'all are listening to us right now, because we're able Mm -hmm. to put context to the content. All right. So I want us to keep growing like that in 2022. And I'm just looking forward to making a bigger impact, honestly. Yeah. Awesome. It, it, it's gonna be a dope moment when somebody is like stops me. It's like, hey man, you on a melody money show? Like that's that's what yeah. I can't wait to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's gonna happen, guys. Um, and so thank you both for sharing uh your major milestone for 2021, 2022. Um, mine is gonna slightly mirror Jacqueline's on the 2021 side. Um, obviously on a personal side, you know, becoming a father, I mean, nothing can trump that, right? So that's obviously at the top of the list. Um, but from a community and a platform side. You know, again, the the seed of what we're building was so was put in my heart in 20, 2013, 13. right? 2013. So to to see it, it begin to manifest, and I say begin because we made a transition in the first year. Um, and I think you know, we were we're all moving so fast and sometimes we forget, right? It was launched in January and then you know, Jacqueline came on board, and then you know, a few months later, Carter came on board, and then a couple months later, we decided to rebrand everything in the first calendar year. And so like to do all of that, like we're always measuring ourselves from what's next, what we got to do, how far we are behind, what's not streamlined. Right. But we're forgetting like, yo, it ain't really been that long. You know what I'm saying? Like we really just got this thing rocking. So having a moment of reflection and gratitude to be able to manifest something and be able to do it in a way that's different than I envisioned. Right. I didn't know Jacqueline in 2013. I didn't know Carter in 2013. And so the fact that we're coming together, we're putting our egos aside and we're trying as business people to continue to figure it out. I think that in and of itself is a huge accomplishment because like Jacqueline said, we could just, oh, quit. And most times people go into business by themselves, not because it's easier, but because they, they don't have to show up to anybody. Like you're kind of operating in a silo, but we have to be accountable to each other. We have to share a vision and we have to do everything we can to serve you guys in a meaningful way. So that is a major, major accomplishment for, for all of us. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm excited how everything will transpire. I think we need to have another episode that just forecast what we are doing and what we intend to do in 2022 so that at the end of 2022, we can run it back. You know what I'm saying? Say, hey, look, we told y'all. You know what I'm saying? So that's 2021. Um, as far as 2022, I'm just super excited about um, community, right? I'm super excited about being able to learn and connect with you guys on a more intimate level. So I don't, again, I want to steal Carter or Jacqueline's Thunder, but I'm really excited about that event, right? That in-person event, because there's going to be smaller events and smaller experiences that lead up to that, right? We know that, right? We're going to have to cultivate real community along the way. So that when we say, hey, look, we came to y'all. Now, can y'all come to us? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That y'all not going to blink because we can't, we added a lot of value. So really excited about that and really excited about, you know, building you know, the, a top five financial education network, right? Like we want to be a household name, not because of what it does for our egos, but because we are intentionally super serving people of color when it comes to building wealth. And no one else can say that they're doing it. Now it might be happening inadvertently on other platforms, but it's in our name. It's in our DNA, right? We said from the get-go, this is who we are. And so we we believe that through our efforts, um, we're going to be able to really um, catapult to the top of the list. A lot can happen in a year. A lot can happen. A lot. In, a lot can happen in a year. So I'm not putting any limits or any constraints on what that. And speaking of 
a lot being able to happen in a year. One thing that can happen in a year is you launching a successful uh, online, I was was trying to say digital product business, a successful Mm -hmm. online business Mm -hmm. Um, that can happen in a year. And so we wanted to share a few thoughts with you on this particular podcast on how you can successfully launch your online business to make 2022 your most successful financial year to date. Dope. Yeah. Um, So I'll I'll come in because, um, again, this literally happened to me last year. You know what I'm saying? So for the new listeners, I, I had an accounting firm in 2021 and that's all I had. And then I had friends like George and other people saying, hey, man, like you need to start a digital business as well, because George had Melanin Money, which is a digital business um, with the merch. And I was against it at first. But as they say, y'all, one source of income is too close to no no sources of income. So um, I had one business, but I wanted another one. So I launched it. And within a year, that digital business has overcome the revenue from my firm. So I'm literally here to tell y'all that um, it is possible to happen in a year. And the flexibility and freedom that comes from a digital business versus a service-based business is obscene. So we're going to teach you all ways and strategies on how to create an online business and um, how to do one for you. And uh, we you know, can't wait to just dive into this topic and give you all some game because if I can do it, everybody listening can do it as well. That's a whole fact. So guys, let's get into it. All right. So, you know, one of the things I think is important to set the framework on is like, if you're going to start a digital business from the outset, you know, starting with the end in mind. And when I shared this, I think with, so me and Jacqueline did a podcast on this, probably at this point, eight months ago under the Uncensored show. But I shared this concept with Carter around a similar time frame, maybe longer, probably at this point, probably over a year ago. And it's this concept called the dares model, right? So when you're creating a digital business, right? What you want to do is see how many of these boxes can you check because that is you don't have to check all of them, but that is going to help you build something that is really going to allow you to have scale um, and really build that autonomous business that you want to build. Right. So it's an acronym. And the first one is, is it digital? Right. Is it digital? Meaning, do you have to go somewhere and insert a key or use a key fob to open up shop or Can you open your laptop and anybody open their laptop for that matter and be able to buy it directly on the Internet? Now, we saw the importance of that in 2020 in particular because of COVID-19. Right. If you were a restaurant, you felt that in a major, major way. Right. And so having a business where people can literally swap out, pull out their credit card. Right. And then on their computer, make a transaction. That is the, the first fundamental part of building a successful online business, right? Is it digital? Do you check that box, right? Not, hey, got a DME for pricing or hey, like, you know, saying what's your cash app, right? Can someone, if they never talk to you, can they be able to purchase the item from you, right? Because I think we want to go that extra layer because technically someone could buy it online, but if you don't have the proper, you know, e-commerce system set up, it could still be very manual. Like I always like put, shake my head when I see people and they're like, DM for pricing or like, yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, and that, and that goes into the second piece. It's, you're, talking, you're referring to the DARES model. Isn't the A stand, doesn't the A stand for automation? Yes. Right. I yeah. mean, so that's a part of it, right? Like, the, can I automatically buy it without having to talk to you? Will it be automatically fulfilled without you having to do any work? I think that's huge because a lot of people are digital, but like, just because you could buy the shirt online, you still got to pick it up, take it to the post office, drop it, you know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. things like that. So you want to be automated as well. 
Right. So he yeah, so I think I think that's a good point because with the digital, I was like, okay, we gotta we might need to take a step back for a couple of people of like, okay, what is a digital business? Right. And I think one of the easiest ways is to just delineate between your brick and mortar and then your digital, right? So then just asking mm-hmm. yourself those questions that Carter was bringing up, like okay, so what, like, do you have to go ship this shirt? Like, do you have to pick up this? Do you have to go here? And to the point of automation, like, does somebody have to DM you for pricing? And I feel like it's so crazy, but I've listened to a lot. I've been honestly like studying more of consumer finance and how people think about business and how people think about their money. And so I just found it really interesting that a lot of people didn't know like little tips about automation like that. Like, DM for pricing that should not be in anybody's bio. Okay, we've got to figure out another way. That's the only reason why, right? (laughs) Text the word word pricing and then it goes through a situation. That's another story for another day. If you have streamlined and you have that automation in place, right, then you really shouldn't need that in your bio. Your boss has something else better. But, anyways, (laughs) I'm just saying, yeah, figuring out like what's digital because I think you're going to have some people who work like brick and mortar. So for example, have clients who work in the top cosmetology space, right? So nail artists, you know, hair people, all of that. So how can they shift their business from being brick and mortar where they always do hair to being more online? I'm gonna let y'all answer that. Well, I'll actually answer that because my sister did that. And uh, so my sister has been doing hair for 10 years. But then I'm like, I'm like, sis, you work five, six days a week. We got to find a way to, for you to make money out when you're not working. So she was like, all right, well, I think I want to sell wigs. Now she sells $800 wigs and only has to work at her shop three to four days a week. And she should just stop doing that and sell more wigs. So that's that's yeah. easy, that, that's a, a way for someone to take their brick and mortar business to a um, digital business. Shout out, shout out to Chloe, my sister. Who's shout out to Chloe. Shout um, out to Carter. Chloe. If you want to support your sister, I would like one of those wigs. <laughs> Yo, that's, like, no, the, but that's like the greatest like layup ever. Yeah, that's a, yeah. no, that's an amazing way for you to uh, direct that because I sit on the consumer end of like, she's like, I really want a wig, but I really cannot drop fifteen hundred dollars on a wig. <laughs> hey, these way the bags women are dropping on these wigs Bro, is insane. Like me and my wife were in turmoil for some months. Let me tell you. <laughs> When she first when she first got on the wig wave, and, and my wife she loves yeah you know this Jacqueline women yeah. love variety right so Jacqueline you have beautiful natural hair you know what I'm saying but even you right you love switching up variety. one day it's straight one day it's curly but like so my wife's like she loves to switch it up you know braids cool whatever and then when she got on this wig wave and next every time I come in the house I'm like yo how, like you're my guy like how many wigs do you need. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not in the budget. One for every <laughs> alter ego. Like, <laughs> so, like so we, had to, we had to have a heart to heart. I was like, look, listen, we got we to have to cap this thing. You know, so you can't wear but one wig a, a day. You know what I'm saying? So and we got we got to cap this thing off somewhere. So we had a little season where I was I wasn't feeling the wig. But anyway, so I said to say your sister's in a recession proof business <laughs> because people, when they feel good about themselves, they want to look good. And when they feel bad about themselves, they want to look good. Mm-hmm. So that's why I alcohol think- and cosmetology are probably the two most indestructible industries. Right. Okay. So, okay. But yeah, so speaking yeah, about but, automation. But, but, yeah. But finding a way to like diversify. Right. So now she's got the wigs. Then eventually I'm sure she'll get to the point where like people, so many people are going to start asking her like, dang, how you do that? How you get that? What you do? Your list. Yeah. I'm trying to get her into start. the digital, like create your own, how to make a wig thing. I'm hey, look, baby steps, but I'm going to get her. There. Baby steps. Baby yeah. steps. 
Yeah, and she's yeah, gonna yeah. wish she did it so much sooner by listening to you. And <laughs> I gotta throw something in here real quick that's super random. And Donald, please do not make this our like out clip for Instagram because it's I'm gonna get a lot of flack. <laughs> but listen, all right, because there's a time for ladies to do everything. All right. And if you're trying to get your money right right now, it's not the time for you to be buying wigs. I'm just keeping 100. OK, it's not the time for you to be buying wigs right now. Your time is going to come, but it's not where you're trying to get your money together. Like we're talking about what we're going to do in 2022 to make things better. And you're not sitting here talking to a bunch of advisors who are like frugal frannies. Like, no, we want you to live your life. We want you to live your best life. But the wig might not be in the equation right now okay i try to put that not at fifteen hundred dollars but um you're saying so we got we got got digital we got automation and what's the uh, and then what we going yeah and and recurring before i touch on that real quick though so so to round it out just make sure that you have a business to set up that you think through all of the logistics on the front end that it can be done on your behalf and if it can't all be automated can it be done more efficiently Right. Because if it can be done more efficiently, you can still automate it in the sense of inserting a virtual assistant or someone on your behalf. Right. Who can fulfill that? So always ask yourself, can it be delegated? Can it be automated? And if it can't be delegated or if it can't be automated, can it be delegated? If it can be delegated, can it be done super efficiently so that anybody can do it? So the automation piece is very important. All right. Now, recurring. Right. Re- recurring revenue is my love language. You know? <laughs> so let's put that on a shirt. Let's put that on a shirt. Recurring revenue is my love language. So the reason why recurring revenue is so powerful is because you acquire a customer one time. And if you nurture them, serve them, provide them what they need consistently, Netflix. I've been a Netflix subscriber since 2010, right? Do the math, right? And even though seven, $8 back then, now like it's 15 now. Yeah, now yeah, it's 15. Yeah. And I was the guy that people got the, the password and like, I'm like, you know, I'm that guy, right? So people got had my password. I'm like, yo, how many profiles is on this moment? But anyway, so recurring revenue is, is amazing, right? So think about it. So, so for example, we'll be transparent, right? We're building a recurring revenue model with Melanie Millionaires Club. And a lot of people, you know, they kind of frown upon it because it's like you can get so much more money up front charging high ticket and that has its place. But there are billion dollar biz multi-billion dollar businesses built upon the premise of subscription model, right? And so we're excited to be able to be building that for you guys. And the reason why we are comfortable talking about it, because our long-term goal, you know, we have some kinks that we're working out to make sure we provide as much value as possible. But our long-term goal is to provide you so much value that you're like, I'm robbing them. You know what I'm saying? Like I am getting over on them. And then it's a win-win, right? We're able to build a successful business reinvest that money back into making it even better to the events, to the experiences, to the technology, to the content, and you get to become better financially. So recurring revenue, is it recurring? Can you create something one time and get money from it over and over and over again? I think that the recurring is really simple because how can you have a business and only want people to come talk to you one time? Like only be able to service them in one way. No, like think about Amazon. Yeah, they sell books online, but what other things they sell? Everything else that you need, right? That's why Walmart became such a strong business and and knocked Kmart out and knocked all of these little mom and pop stores out because they came in and they were like, wow, we can provide this service for you guys and you're going to come back. Like you're going to come back for what we have, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm, when I create a new digital product, I don't create just with the, the thought in mind of having one product for somebody, right? Like, I'm like, okay, how can I service 
all of the needs that you have, right? So like for Carter, for instance, like you have your tax courses, but I know you also have, is it your dream business ebook or is mm-hmm. it a course? Yes, well, I mean, I, I have books, courses and, and master classes. So again, like if you don't have a reincurring model like Netflix, like, um, you know, Hulu, all that stuff, you can have a ladder of ascension where somebody comes by something, but then they eventually go buy something else. They eventually go buy something else. They eventually, because you want that LTV of that customer to be yeah. as long and as high as possible. For a second, I want you to imagine a club, a club that is exclusively designed to help you transform your relationship with money, a club that creates the pathway and the guiding light for someone who is an aspiring melanin millionaire, the one who wants to be the wealth starter in their family. Now, instead of imagining, I want you to learn a little bit more about the Melanin Millionaires Club, because that is exactly what we've created. Right. We've created an ecosystem where you can finally get the clarity that you're looking for when it comes to your finances to give you the confidence that you now know exactly where you're headed so you can make better financial decisions and ultimately give you that feeling of control that you've been seeking instead of your finances feeling like they control you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Number one, you're going to get access to money challenges. You know, in different challenges to help you level up with your money in fun and creative ways. You're going to get access to a community of like-minded people who are all on the same journey of marching towards financial freedom in their own right. You're going to have an opportunity to win money milestones so that we can award you on your journey to becoming that melanin millionaire. You're going to get access to guides and resources that you need to be able to dive deeper on your money journey. My most favorite and important probably aspect of this platform is you getting access to my pocket advisor, which is our flagship feature where literally it's like having myself and other advisors right in your pocket. Because let's be honest, right? You can take a course or even try to Google the information that you're looking for. But sometimes knowing that you can have a mentor that you can just call on and ask a specific question is worth its weight in gold. So you get that as a part of the premium membership. You get access to classes to learn about a variety of different money topics. There's channels with a bunch of different money content like Netflix, but for financial education, right? You have investment opportunities, right? From time to time when they present themselves, I'm going to share different investment opportunities exclusively with my network. Not to mention, if you sign up today, you're going to get access to seven other bonuses just for being a part of the network. So if that sounds like something that would be valuable to you, I strongly encourage you to click the link link in the show notes and learn more about the Melanin Millionaires Club and how you can be the first generation millionaire in your family. LTV, for those who don't know who are immersed in the digital marketing space, is lifetime Lifetime value value of a customer, right? And another thing you can do, and not to go off on a tangent, is you can increase your average order value, right? So therefore, if if you sell hair care products, right, maybe you should sell a brush, there's a probably a slim chance or pretty big chance if someone needs a certain kind of hair care product that they're going to need to brush. Right. So I think about these complementary products that you can offer as, as an additional and in the digital world, that's called an order bump, right. Or an upsell, right. Where someone's coming for one thing, 
But oh man, this ain't this ain't that bad either. I can get that. Well, shoot, but now that you look at it, right? See, now you're speaking my love language. Right. Uh, 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 Upsell is my love language. All yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> the analogy Carter always likes to use is like you're gonna come in, come in the funnel, you're gonna take your shoes off, you're gonna get comfortable, stick around for a while. Yeah, um think a few things about, <laughs> yeah I, I, that's that was I was dying laughing when I heard that. So so you know, you know, you know right? it's funny though, What's like this? being a business person, when I go somewhere and I don't get upsold, like Yo, I'm almost offended in a sense. Yo, like, yo. you're <laughs> not going to try to add on the no. Yeah. Hmm. Right. you're not good enough. And I hate the tangents we're going on, but we having fun with this. George, you remember what happened in Vegas? Yes. Yo, yeah. we get yes. to the Caesar's Palace real quick. Yeah, we get to the Caesar's Palace room already paid for. And then the lady asked me after and I'm giving her my ID. She said, you know, well, would you like to be upgraded to a premium room? Would you like to keep your basic room? Like, like, I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, well, well, how much? She's like, it was, it was only blah, 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 blah to upgrade your room. So, of course, my pride is on the line now. So I decide to upgrade. And then when I do that, she was like, oh, well, what type of upgrade did you want? Did you want the, 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 the basic room upgrade? Did you want the upgrade with two stories? I'm like, yo, baby, like, chill out. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like the upset, I, I can respect yeah. it because yeah. as a business owner, like I, I, I see it. And like to your point, Jacqueline, if they didn't try to upsell me, I would almost felt remiss. Like y'all missed out on an opportunity and it mm-hmm. worked and I knew what was happening. I still upgraded and George's room is still better than mine. Anyway, but let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I was, cause, cause I was going upgrade, well, like- to upgrade, but then they didn't have the room available I was supposed to get. So they had to upgrade me and I didn't have to pay. So I had a better room and I didn't have to pay for it. So favor ain't fair. But Jack, well, look, you know what I'm let, let me tell y'all real quick. Let me slide this in. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how a non-upsell landed me $2,500 in my pocket. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went to the car dealership to buy a car earlier this year. Went, oh, no, sorry. 2021. Yeah. Earlier last year. Yeah. I went to go buy a car. I go in. Salesperson is terrible. He got to be like 19, 20, like just terrible. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm buying and selling my own car. Okay. Nice. So I tell the sales manager, I was like, yeah, your, your sales crew, like they suck. Like he's trying to do his job. I'm not trying to get him fired. I'm just saying he sucks. Like he should have done da, 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 da. And sales manager was like, you're right. You're right. You're right. So then told the other manager. So then the owner was there and the owner brought me in for an hour speaking gig which my fee was $2,500 for me to tell them like, Hey, y'all should be talking about this, selling this, that, 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 this is how you do it. And so mm-hmm. for me, just pointing out like, Hey, you know, they could have done this differently and probably landed a better sale, better numbers for you guys. And so I came in, did an hour presentation on it. So I got my car and I got an extra, you know, this, that, and the third in my pocket, just from calling them out of like, you got to do this. So for those of you who are listening, we're moving into the digital space. You want to start your digital business. Do not overlook order bumps. Do not overlook opportunities to upsell. Okay. So that's like, you know, somebody buys your digital product and then even follow up with like an email that says, hey, you might also need this, right? Or say you've been selling all the hair care products, right? You've been selling all the wigs for two years now, but you never sold brushes. Now go back to everybody who bought a wig on your email list and say, hey, we have brushes. Here's a brush. I know it's late, but you still offer it. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. Carter, you going to say something? Um, no, I would just say I love what you do with Melanin Money, right? I, I recently bought something from the store um, just because, you know, I wanted, I wanted something. And then I get an email later. Hey, like while we're packaging your order, did you want to <laughs> add this? They're like, yo, man, like the yeah. upsell game is, is, is crazy. So, guys, yeah. you don't have to have a reoccurring model to have reoccurring customers. That's the point we're trying to drop. Across. Boom. Bag drop. So, yeah. So to that end, it's like I would always say is I think I said on the last podcast with Asia, shout out to Asia. 
dropshipping queen. Um, it's like when you think about it, if you if they haven't bought from you twice, you didn't acquire a customer. Mm. Right. Because think about it. Right. That's just like someone just walking by. Like anybody can get you to buy something one time. Right. It's like but if they only bought something from you once. You didn't acquire because acquire means you own it. Right. It's like it's yours. Meaning I know I'm going to be able to sell something to you over and over and over, over again. Right. But someone bought something one time and they never come back. Either they didn't love it or you didn't have a business model that was thinking that was forward thinking to be able to make sure you had more additional services to provide them. So make sure that you have ways to continually to add value to community. All right. So let's move on to the next one. Is it evergreen? Right. Is it evergreen and evergreen for those who are again are in the digital marketing world is is it always available? Right. Can someone come to your website on Monday, January 2022 and buy the thing? And can they come to it in June, July, August, September and buy it? Right. Now, there are pros, cons to like launch, having launches versus like having a product that's always available. But if you want a business that's super hands off. Right. And people can buy from you all the time. Right. You might have launches for new products. But an ideal scenario is once that product is launched, you want people to be able to buy it whenever they want to buy it, right? Um, again, I, there are definitely pros if y'all want to weigh in on the kind of the pros of like doing launches and closed carts and scarcity and all that kind of stuff, right? But I think having an evergreen model is not the only way, but it is a great way to know that every day you have the at least the opportunity to make money, right? You at least have the opportunity to make money if you have an evergreen product. Any thoughts on that, guys? Um, I, I love it, right? Any, any Because I want people to be able to buy from me Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, you know, eight days a week, twice a day if possible. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think having an evergreen model is, is is great. Again, is it always available? Can they buy while you're sleeping? Right. Can they buy while you're awake? Can they buy you know, any day of the week? So I think an evergreen model is great because who doesn't like making money every single day? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think a good example of an evergreen model was uh, we don't have kids yet, but you guys remember Elf on the Shelf, right? Mm-hmm. past the holidays so mm-hmm. elf on the shelf and it would come with like a letter like a a letter from the elf are y'all familiar with that i, 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 mean, I didn't know it came with a letter but yeah i didn't know it came with a letter either, but yeah okay so yeah, yeah, super uh, <laughs> yeah okay so i may be mixing up business models anyways mm-hmm. she was on shark tank okay i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was the same thing but y'all leave us a five-star review and tell me if i'm wrong okay <laughs> so she would write a letter, right? It's from the elf. I'm looking at you, blah, 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 right? So the issue she had was Christmas is one time of year during these couple months, right? So how do you make your business evergreen if you're only dealing with Christmas? So then she started adding in letters for other holidays, right? So there's one for, um, you know, Valentine's Day. There's one for March. It's like, you know, the little leprechaun. There's one for the Easter bunny, right? So then she added in all of these other opportunities to make her business more evergreen. Mm -hmm. So if you have a seasonal business, there may be some way for you to pivot to make it, maybe it's just your marketing, right? Like maybe you just start marketing it for another holiday. But if you have a seasonal product, you can try to make it evergreen and something that people want throughout the year by making small pivots. Facts. Love that. Love that. Um, And the last point of the dares model, and I'll recap before we touch on the last point. So is it digital, right? Is it automated? Is it recurring? Is it evergreen? And last but not least, is it scalable? Is it scalable, right? Because that's what we all want. Scale. Scale like people, I feel like it's a buzzword of the century. Scale. I want to scale. I want to scale. Right? You know what? You know why scale, scaling is so important? Why? I know this is going around a lot. And it's because 
everyone who talks about leaving their nine to five, you don't leave your nine to five to work 24 seven. And if your business isn't scalable, you may get stuck working 24 seven, or you may not be making the money that you leave your nine to five to make. Right. You know, you end up creating a, a cage for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and again, entrepreneurial trauma will tell you that, oh, well, I, I'll sleep when I'm, and I always, and I always tease Dave about this because I know he had this brand for a long time and Dave is super successful and has scalable stuff. I'm like, brand, hey, bro, it's time to rebrand, bro. I see for suckers. Bro, I always tease him, but no, shout out to Shans, um, the podcast GOAT. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, shout out to Carter. Just had a recent episode that did really, really well. Um, people reached out to me actually about it. So kudos to you sure. on the great episode. But um, but yes, is it scalable, right? So um, and, and all scalable means to break it down, not in technical business acumen terms, but what you do on this level, right? When you're just getting started out, can you do it successfully and infinitely on this level, right? Because what people, people don't realize is they say, oh, my business is working and you can break your business by not putting the right infrastructure in place. So here's a good analogy for you, right? Let's say you have a beautiful one-story house and you love it, right? But the foundation is only designed for a one-story house. But then you're like, you know what, man, I got to add the sunroom. Let's go ahead and add a second floor. Let's add like a basement. And then the foundation collapses because the foundation was only designed for a one-story house, right? So when you think about your business, it's the same way. Do you have the foundation and infrastructure that's going to allow you to scale? So I'll I'll put myself out there on the e-commerce side, right? So like, you know, when you're selling 20, 30 shirts a month or, you know, it's cool, right? Anybody can do that. But then when it turns into 20, 30 shirts a day and then 100 shirts, like then do you have the system processes and infrastructure to be able to do that at scale? I didn't. I didn't. And it was painful. painful. (laughs) Um, And so you have to make sure that you have that stuff in place. And so you can, you know, get a coach, you can get a consultant, you can do your research. But if your business is starting to trend upwards, right, make sure that before you just because everybody thinks they want it to, they want the rain, right? And what I always like to say is, you know, the one worst thing than not having enough customers is getting too many of them and not being able to deliver on the promise that you said, mm-hmm. right? So make sure that you set up a business that you understand at scale that you can still provide that value, right? And those are things, again, to give us all a little bit of grace, we're all like on some level, we're any entrepreneur, you're like going down uncharted territory. You're jumping off the building and building the wings on the way down. So the, by no means am I saying the the founders of Melanin Money have it all figured out. I'm not, and I'm not saying all of our but but we have tripped over a lot of stones that they don't have to trip over if they join the Melanin Millionaire Club. Shout out to the Melanin Millionaire Club. Lincoln, Lincoln, bio, link in the show notes. But again, it's uncharted territory. But if you can find somebody that's charted them. So you might want to get there. You might want to get their advice, King. Queen, you know, them, but- at least if they've gotten seven steps ahead of you, right? And then that, that's going to be a, a, a little smoother path. So yeah, make sure that it's scalable, right? Because to Jacqueline's point, we're in this to make some money, mm-hmm. right? Some money and have some time freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Scalability, in my opinion, is one part money and two parts uh, of having a business that you own but don't run, yeah. right? Because if you have to be in the thick of everything, right? You don't have a you you, you have a business, but you're self-employed. Yep. Go, glorified job, <laughs> right. several jobs, underpaid, yeah. actually underpaid and overworked. If you, if, you, if you if you do the math on it, right? And so, like, just make sure that it's scalable, um, so that you can build something that number one, one day you could sell it. You can have time freedom if you want to sell it. You have time freedom, 
and you can actually make substantial revenue because sometimes margins on one level don't make a lot of, don't, you won't make a lot of money, but at scale, right? Let's say if you're getting a penny of a million transactions or 2 million transactions, it can make sense. So that's where scale comes in handy too, but you have to have the infrastructure, the cash flow, the capital reserves. And that's what I mean. Your business can break if you're not ready, because if you, you want, might want to scale, but to get those hundred transactions or, or excuse me, a million transactions, you might have to have inventory. You might have to have a lot more staff. You might have that customer service. And that money is not going to necessarily be coming out on the front end, right? In terms of like your revenue. So you have to have the capital reserves to stand that up before the money comes in. So that's the DARES model when it comes to building a digital business. And we want to make sure that you start there. I know we kind of monopolized the episode to really talk about that. Well, that is the cornerstone of how you need to think about starting a digital business. Yeah. And another point on scalability, and this is a question that changed my life. Um, and, and my mentor told me this, shout out to Neo. He said, he asked this question, what can I create one time that will pay me forever? Right. The first time I heard him say that, I couldn't think about nothing else the rest of the day. Like, <laughs> what can I, can, no, seriously, it's like, what can I create one time at age 29 that will pay me until I'm 69, right? So it'll pay me forever. So like, um, that's why I love like the digital product space because you created one time, if you have a thousand customers, they, you, they could buy a thousand of If you got a million customers, they could buy a million. Your process doesn't change based on deliverability if you have mm. the automation set up. But like, what can I create one time that will pay me forever? Like this, the, the shirt I'm rocking, this black brilliant billionaire in the making, this will be still in fat 10, 20, 30 years. You created this one time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it, it can pay you forever. So that's the question I want all of you to ponder. What can you create one time that's going to pay you forever? Amazing. Amazing. Um, let's get tactical, right? Let's share with, with the time that we have left. Let's uh, dive into systems, right? Things that they can use for a variety of digital businesses, right? So maybe we'll just go around robbing um, just different different tools and that have been helpful for you guys in building digital businesses. So I'll start. Um, if you offer or sell anything, you know, people aren't going to just like buy um, you know, immediately, right? You have to take them to through a sales process, right? And if you're doing it online, it's not a brick and mortar. You don't have a sales agent saying, hey, can I help you? Um, you know, do you like this? You have to basically translate that online. The way you do that is with a landing page, right? Or a sales funnel. So one of the more prominent ones in the industry is ClickFunnels. Um, ClickFunnels is a software that allows you to create your own custom landing pages where you can do anything from getting people to opt in to like a, a uh, email list so that you can nurture nurture them forever, or you can literally get them to opt into a sales funnel to buy something from that landing page. And the reason why I'm using the terminology landing page and sales funnel is because you're going to need that more than you're going to need a website, right? Now, at this point in the game, websites are more about a, a brand, brand, right? Yeah. It's more yeah. about brand. Like for example, we have a Melanin Money website, but when we sell you something, we have funnels. Those pages are integrated with our website, right? And most of the links that you'll find in our bios, those are landing pages and funnels. The website is about the brand. And it's about how to just kind of aggregate everything in one place, right? If you want to know about Melanin Money, you want to hear the podcast, you want to do this. That's what the website's for. But when it comes to selling, you need a landing page and you need a sales funnel. So that's mm. one tool I'll throw out. Just giving them all the sauce, all the game, all the can't If we can't give it away, that means we don't know enough, right? Facts. Mm. Well, uh-huh. now y'all know. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know how we bring you in. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And just because we're doing it, 
doesn't mean that you can't do it. I think one of the biggest hurdles is just limiting beliefs. You don't think that your business or, or product is big enough for a sales funnel, for a click funnels, you know? And I want you to think bigger because you are, and they are very powerful tools. I love the analogy where you were saying, George, like you don't have a salesperson who walks you in because somebody finds you online, right? So what is that process of that salesperson, i.e. you, your website, your sales funnel, walking them through that introductory into a store? Think about it, especially ladies, you walk into the store, you're like, Okay, I'm waiting for you to greet me. Okay, greet me. Cool. All right, now see what I need, right? So you have to figure out how to do that on your landing page. Correct. So Jacqueline, give them a tool. What's something you love in the process of building on your online presence and your online business? You know what's really sexy? Mm -hmm. Texan. Texan? (laughs) Yeah. And I I peep that. I peep your, 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 I, I see what you do with your Twitter profile. You getting them phone numbers, Queen. I see it. Hey, y'all, y'all hit me up. Hit up girl. Okay. Give me a call. Give me a call. Give me a call. <laughs> yeah. um, the texting is just a really easy way to people, keep people engaged. Um, 93% of text messages are open within three minutes. That's a fact. Versus what is, the, I don't even know what the numbers for emails are. It's like, what? Let's see. You're lucky. Yeah, 20, yeah. You, you got a strong email list if you got 20%. Yeah. Yeah. It's like under 20% for like 48 hours or something like that. So texting is an amazing tool and I would encourage you guys to use it in your business. And, Community and, is just an easy way to get started. What are you going to say, George? Yeah. Now I was going to say, and I can vouch that her statistic was a 100% accurate because I literally ironically saw it the other day is 93% of the people of the text messages are sent open. So um, you got somebody who knows what she's talking about. I was going to call her out. But, it was all. Because think about it, like if you want people to be connected with you, what's the best way to connect with them? And Mm -hmm. for people who don't want to connect with you, I mean, they can easily just say stop. Yep. Yeah. Carter, yeah, what you got for us? How many times somebody asked you, like, hey man, like, you know, can, can I reach out? Like, you know, can I get your number? Like, man, yeah. just email me, bro. Email me, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want to talk to him, right? Like, right. it should be email, bro. But if, if you give me your number, like, because you know you're going to see that call as text message come across. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carter, what you got? So you've been all in on digital for, what, 18 months now, roughly, give or take? Yeah. Um, so in my graduate degree. I know, you got, I know you got something for us, man. What's your what's your tool that you give us something that I might not even know that you love right now? Something, something that you're gonna tell yeah, me like next man. week. Yeah, man. So like um I, I I wrote this down because I I, I knew you all weren't gonna take this one, but Zapier Zapier is Follow one of the now. best yeah. applications that you can use if you're a digital entrepreneur. So I like the, the analogy like Zapier is like the connector of all platforms, right? So all these platforms have been, they were built on their own. Zapier is like, hey, bro, I want y'all to come together and work intertwined so the business (laughs) owner doesn't have to do anything, right? So for instance, if you come into my funnel and give me your email address, your email address is now added to my email software. Then my then my email software automatically knows to trigger an email to go out to you that same hour, right? If you don't open it, it knows to send you another one. Same thing with text. So I'm, I'm taking my landing page, connecting it with my tech software or email software, connecting it with my product. So if you purchase my product, I don't have to do anything. It zaps, tells my product to email it to you. And then once you get the first product, I'm going to text you and say, hey, you should also get the second product, right? So basically it brings everything together so you can remove yourself and go sit my ties on your yacht on a Tuesday while everything (laughs) is running together. So Zapier guys, again, it it's an absolute must if you want to get that automation and scalability piece of the Dares model together. You have to have Zapier because it's going to 
keep all your applications working together. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I wanted to say too, though, because we're, you know, evolving, you know, in our, in what we do. And I think we, we try to be as tactical as possible to give people the game. However, I know when you're just getting started here and this kind of stuff can feel overwhelmed. It yeah, can be like, oh my gosh, it's like there's and this and that. and blah, blah. So here's what we're going to do. And something I did for Carter a while ago and, you know, it works, right? It's like at the end of the day, it's like, start where you are, do what you can, use what you have, right? So maybe you don't have an email, even though it's easy, you don't have an email opt-in system yet, but you want to start to drum up leads for whatever it is you're about to sell, right? When you don't want to get lost in technology or you don't want to get lost in the sauce, right? What you can do on your stories is you can say, hey, I'm about to launch this guide, this book, this course, this program. Um, I'm thinking about creating it, right? Is a better way to say it. And if you're interested and want to know about when, when if I decide to create it, um, just shoot DM me your email. Now, why is that powerful? Because you got to think about it. You're competing for attention on social media. And if someone has to go out of your stories, go to click something, then go to your bio, then click the link in your bio, then put some information on the form at each click, you're losing people. Right. So in the beginning, right, it actually can just help you out to build up your list by just being gorilla. Right. Just saying, hey. You know, um, I'm about to drop this. Give me, then get those manual emails, get those manual numbers in the beginning, right? Like now, again, a lot can happen in a year. Carter's very, very far removed from those days, yeah. but um, I did it though. Did it right? You know what I'm saying? And we was excited. He's like, "Yo, bro, I got like 93 emails or whatever," right? Um, and so, like, listen, like, start where you are. Don't let technology and all this stuff, you know, be a barrier to entry. I know Jacqueline, you've used Gumroad for like some of your guys. Gumroad is a really easy platform because it's like landing page and checkout all in one. Right. So it's like, don't let technology be a barrier to entry. If you're listening to this, we're not sharing this information to sound like gurus. Right. We're sharing this information so that you can listen to this episode and take a gem away and get started after the episode. So don't say, well, I don't have click phones or I can't afford click phones right now. I can't afford a text messaging software. I can't gum roll then. Yeah, okay. We all started with the lowest cost um, to entry. And then as we made money, we reinvested that money into these software. Right. So start where you are. Use what you can. Do what you have. Um, no, wait. Do what you you know what I'm trying to say. Do what, <laughs> you can. Do what you can. Start where you are. Use what you have. All right. So, guys, that's a few systems. We talked about the dares model. Um, and I, I, we talked about this once before, but it's just so it's just so easy. To, and it's a layup. And one of the things we had in our notes was to like creating your first digital product. One of the first easy digital products to create is an ebook. Right. A course might seem a little daunting. Right. You got videos, you got guides, you got modules. It can seem a little bit. Well, not the courses people creating today, but that's another story for another day. But creating a, a course like we think about courses can be a little bit of a, a little bit of lift. But an ebook, though, an ebook, you can do it right now. So I know all of us have, have, have created ebooks in the past. Um, Carter, I know you have a really well, Jacqueline, you probably have peer view to this now as well, but a really like straightforward, like easy way. From zero to ebook um, in like three days. Hop, hop in the community and grab the gems. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're not trying to give away that too much sauce. She said the 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 free sauce bottle just ran out. <laughs> she said the free sauce bottle just ran out. <laughs> I mean, we let y'all in the community for free. Come on now, let's, let's yeah. give it to them. Let's come on. Let's let's give it. It's, it's ninety right. seconds. They they gonna have to come back and get the rest of it anyway. Go ahead, go ahead and give it to them. Ninety seconds, Carter. Ebook from zero to ebook in three, uh, in three days. Oh, okay, so. First, guys, don't guess what your people want, right? Ask them what they want. So go on your Instagram story, go on your social media, say, hey, guys, what's your biggest challenge with X? If you're, you know, if you're a barber is cutting your own hair, 
If you're, you know, tax guys, like what's saving on taxes, investing, getting started, whatever. So you ask your audience what they want, right? You take the top five to seven answers. Those are the chapters to your ebook, right? You take those five to seven chapters. You now can write the ebook yourself, or I recommend doing it the lazy way, which is um, using an app called Otter to record the ebook into the app, which will then they will trans the app will transcribe it for you. Right. Once that you get that transcription, you can have people on Fiverr clean it up. You can have a formatter on Fiverr format it, and then you can have a graphic design person on Fiverr design the cover and the pages all for less than $75 per person. Right. So now you have your chapters, you now have the content. Now you have it cleaned up, formatted, and, and designed. Now you're ready to sell. So now you can have that guerrilla marketing strategy where you get emails for people who want early access. And then once you have it done, you can now email them and say, hey, ebook is done. I want to give you a special 50% discount because you know you gave me your insight. And now you have sales, which you can now use that money to reinvest into the software that we previously spoke about. Was that 90 seconds? 90 seconds, baby. And good. If you want to know how to actually sell that thing, then you got to hop in the community. Exactly. Content. I can give away that sauce. All right, cool, man. Well, guys, this was phenomenal. It was good catching up with you guys. It's the first episode of the uh, of the year, and um, we're super excited, guys. So leave those reviews if you got questions. Oh, here, here's what I'll do: if you have a question and you send it to podcast at melaninmoney.com about anything we talked about today, or questions about anything that you think we can provide value on, we will answer that on the podcast. But only if you send it to us via email at podcast at, well, I said at podcast, podcast at melaninmoney.com. And you get bonus points. You get moved to the top of the line if you send it in video. That's first priority. If you send an audio message, that's second priority. And if you send written, that's third, right? So figure it out. Y'all are smart, right? You can use an audio thing on your iPhone. You can do a video on your iPhone and you can write in the body of the email. So let's not overcomplicate it. But if you do any one of those three options, we will answer your question on the podcast. We're just going to prioritize video then audio, then written. All right. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Please share this episode with five friends, leave a five-star review, right? And sign up for the club so you can hang out with us all the time, right? Who wouldn't want to hang out with us like all the time? Like, I'm, I mean, I'm I would. Cooking, you know what I'm saying? I'm so, happy here. Sign up for the club. It's in the show notes. And for now, we were running a dollar trial to get into the community. And if you don't like it, leave. But it's a dollar trial, like to figure out what's going on in the club. You know what I'm saying? So... Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.